I think you're right. I haven't been exposed to it. You have for three, five, however many years we've been doing this. I've been trying to pound it into your head that these things are cool, but you won't accept it. It's like I'm trying to put a square block in a round hole, and the round hole is your smooth brain, and I can't get it in there. What is going on? Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we have some sort of episode for you guys today. I, I think you're right. Some sort of episode. I think it's going to be good. You think so? Yeah. All right, we got news. You always got to be optimistic. Well, you do. That's not my... <laughs> not yeah, right. but you're usually the one that always introduces it as, we got an awesome episode for you today. It should be something. It should be something. That is for sure. All right, let's uh, let's do this. What do we got? We Oh, I've got... You know what I've got? What do you got? I have a new car that is currently being delivered... To my house right now. Yeah. Actually, it might be there. I wish I had a camera that I could pull up and and see. Well, you just got a call that I only heard one side of. Yes. And I was like, yep. Yeah, put it in front of that garage door. Yep, that one right there. That one. And I right go, there. okay, yep, there is being a car delivered to your house. All right, and what is it? It's another old Mercedes. That's all That's all it is It's to you. very... Um, very faded and red. It does. And well, it's single stage paint. Skeptical of it in general. In general. I was trying why? to think of what I'm skeptical of. It's just in general. Okay. Why? This is another vehicle that is not run in what? Like four years. Well, the guy said three. Which, which means, means at least five, four. Which yep. means five at least. Yes. Maybe more. Maybe and six. And you just, was it listed anywhere? All I know about this thing nope. is you found it in a parking lot. So the and guy then that proceed to what show up and just hey does anyone know whose car this is? Okay, so here's what happens. So you remember Ed's Benz? Yes, I do. Uh, an acquaintance of mine, Jimmy. Okay, uh, he saw Ed's Benz. Jimmy is the enabler. He's the enabler for sure. He sends me <laughs> shit. He sees all the time. Okay, and half the time I'm like, I can't right now. I can't right now. But he sent me Ed's Benz, which worked out. I ended up buying Ed's Benz, and then he also sent me this thing. Right. I'm getting messages from uh, actually Riverside, the program that we use to record right now. And what is that telling you? It is telling me it's just beeping incessantly. Oh, well, that's I don't, nice. I don't know it. why. Um, it's nice that a podcast recording software is decides to beep at you. <laughs> yeah, it was the support, the support thing. I had a question. Okay, anyway, so, okay. So the Jimmy sends yes. me. He goes, "Hey, man, we're remodeling this this auto shop. Okay, and they're they're taking down this wall. They're redoing the parking lot." these cars have got to go so there is there is an s500 there which okay. has a brick on the trunk lid holding it like, shut what and then there is this thing and all i got was a picture i got uh -huh. a picture of this thing sitting in a snowbank it was being held into the ground with ice yeah just like my fucking garbage can and the, <laughs> the comparison is not lost on me <laughs> at all also red i believe like it's your also garbage can. my garbage can is also red yeah that's true your garbage and can is shinier than what's all say here's what's kind of funny though is there was a okay so this thing is what's called a w116 in okay. the means absolutely nothing right yeah as opposed to w114 as opposed to that's the, what i also have w124 maybe is that a thing i have not had one of those yet but it is a thing a okay thing. so just keep like listing out w plus three numbers it's a mercedes that's right that's yeah, okay right. yeah so, so w114 you said yes no, no it is a w116 hold on just a does a 16 mean that it's two 
two better it is than a 14? It is bigger than a 114. Okay. That is that's that for sure. So yep. it's a W14 uh 16 to 7 W114. It is the first S class. What year is this? I don't know. <laughs> it is somewhere Generally. mid to late 70s. Okay. So you know now Is it called an S class? It is an S. It is an S280. Oh, okay. Or 280S basically. Right. So this is the first car that was considered an S class. So it's a bigger sedan. It is a big car. Okay. Is, so this is the short wheelbase one, which is still massive. Right. Okay. So you have S, uh-huh. which means the you're 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 rich, <laughs> Super but like big. no, it's basically it, it, if you have an S, it's carbureted. Okay. Okay. If you have an SE, it's fuel injected, CIS. Okay. If you have an SEL, yes, it is CAS long boy. Ah. Okay. So that's the long wheelbase. Yes. And what's here's what's completely funny about this car and finding this car. Many thanks to Jimmy for showing it to me. I'm going to send him like a gift certificate to some steak place or something. He's he's done me a done. He's ruined my life but now the for the second time. Certificate needs to like have work done to it in order to be used. <laughs> this guy. So essentially, he's ruined my life at least twice yes, because exactly. the the brown car, the motor, ended up being a total shitbox, and it blew a tire on the road. It's like oh my god. But great great stories have come from the cars that that Jimmy has sent me. Anyway, so I was looking on. Facebook just for cheap cars. Yeah. I need a cheap car yeah. because I just sold my daily driver. All you have now are projects. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> That's it. I don't have a car. I sold the the gold Mercedes to, to give to Marco for the engine. Yes. So I have no car. Yeah. None. Until I drive the car back from Lufkult in May. And then I will have a running a car. A 911. A 911. Which right. I, I don't mind driving that every day all summer. Yeah. That, okay. That, that's fine with me. But I still need a car now-ish. Mm-hmm. And I would like to find whatever excuse I can find to buy it. So that's my excuse is that I don't have a running car and I need to find something. But you bought okay, a so, car that on. is a, you realize you bought a car that is a project. Let though. me explain. <laughs> yeah. You need to do some explaining. Oh, I need a, I need a daily. I need a driver. Here's another project that won't run. Okay. So this, this I'm looking at other cars on Facebook marketplace right now. There is a black uh-huh. 450 S E L. Okay. Which is, V, a four and a half liter V8, uh-huh. fuel injected, uh-huh. long boy. Ooh. Okay, so this is like pretty cool. And so, and the but the rear, someone had tried to break into it. Okay. So the rear, and it's eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And the rear uh, door frame has been folded in. Someone had tried to break in with like a crowbar. Oh, just geez. just destroyed the rear door. Wow. The okay. rear quarter panel is destroyed. And I was like, all right, I'll come look at this thing. Wait, so you're <laughs> just so this is the car the I'm red looking car's at. Cars being delivered. Stop. Just let me. Okay, I'm just. I'm looking at this black car. I'm looking at this thing. I'm. I'm. I'm physically talking to our buddy oh, Colin okay. and Alex. Yep. Let's go look at this yeah. thing tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. Five minutes later, uh-huh. Jimmy enters my uh, life again. I get it. Okay. Okay. And yep. then he shows me this red thing, and I'm like, "Well, okay." And he's like, "It's probably cheap." And I go, yep. "Well, it should be because it hasn't run in five years." The other thing runs, but the more it's one of those things where. The black one is the more you talk to somebody, the more you discover what's oh, wrong yeah. with it. The like, more the ad is like runs great. Doesn't the ad doesn't talk about the damage, why it's there, <laughs> nothing. Okay. It's just, it's just uh-huh. okay. So so the more you discover, oh, it might need a tune up. Oh, there's some scratches here. Oh, which is fine. I don't care. Right. My thought would be this fun thing I was gonna do is go get this black car. Go over to Hans for an auto, uh-huh. get a red door from a red one that I know is there, and slap the red door <laughs> on, on the, the black, black car on the black car. Red on black. Just as an homage, homage to the yep. to the way the 911 used to be. I thought it would be fun. Uh-huh. So I was we were gonna go look at this thing. This guy is like, Do you have driver's license? 
do you have? Can you go DMV me? Like very poor what? English. Okay. Very difficult to communicate with this guy. I said, yeah, I have a driver's license. I mean, what, where's this guy? Like, uh huh. Okay. Yes, I have okay. a driver's license. Yeah. Okay. okay, so we're trying to wait, work out a time to go get this. Go look at this thing. So, okay, we're going to go meet Jimmy at 6. That means I can go see this other guy at like 730. Uh-huh. The guy goes, 730 is way too late. Okay. And I'm like, really? Is it? So we never ended up going to the other guy. Oh, so you so never saw the black car. Never saw the black car. So okay. that that car, I did end up offering him like yesterday. I said, I'll give you $500 for the car. Sure. Because it's totaled. Yeah. It's literally total. The rear quarter panel is is wiped out. Yeah. And the mm. door is bent. Yeah. Okay. So it's total. The insurance company would total this car. Is this, this a car. similar uh, vintage? Exactly the same car. Okay. Exactly the same vintage. Got it. Okay. But it's the big, it's the long boy. Yes. So and L- black and V8. And black and V8, which is cool. Yeah. But for some reason, I cannot get away from this 280 M110. <laughs> it is the same engine. Yeah. That is in the, in the white driven car. To death car. So this will be my third M110. So I had the one out of Ed's Benz. Uh-huh. Now I've got the one that I got from the junkyard. Right. And now, now I've got one. this one, which is like, <laughs> you know what would have been great? Is if this red car would have came along and I could have just pulled the motor out of it and yes. put it in the white car. Yes. But I've already paid for the other. Right. Thing, yeah, I know so you have. And it's a great motor. So there's. Yes. It's super clean. Yeah. Did I talk? Did we talk last week about getting rid of stuff and how I shouldn't have? You know, I'm trying to remember, but I know what you're like. We, we haven't talked about it for this because. You I keep throwing things away. Have this red car that is coming to you. Yes, that doesn't run. Does not run. Is gonna need work. It's gonna need work. And you had everything. I had everything that you could have bolted right on it. And I sold it all. Yep. Because Gone. I didn't want to have junk around. We did have this conversation about something different prior. Yeah. And I don't remember what that it was probably the was. rear differential and like all. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Stuff. Yep. Anyway, so it's hap- it has happened again. Yes. <laughs> uh, but good thing is I do still have the intake manifold and the carburetor conversion. The oh, Weber kit. Oh, you do? I do still have it. I found the intake manifold. I didn't oh, throw that away. Well, that's so perfect if I, then. If I need it, it's there. Perfect. So this is a carbureted car anyway. It's right. not uh it's not. Yeah, but it injected. uses what? Like some it's a single... four barrel Solex. Okay. Eh. What do you mean? Some single single car. What does yeah, a V eight use? What is a seven hundred horsepower Dodge Charger RT yeah, a single four, four barrel? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this has a four barrel on it. It's okay, okay to have Four barrel carburetors yes. laughing at, oh, it's only got a single carburetor. Well, I know that the carb conversion kit that you had for the other car had like dual something. Yes. Right? It uh, takes it down from a four barrel to a two barrel. So it's not ideal. It's like a Weber but it something had dual or another. Weber two barrels. Nope. That's a different engine. So that is a, <laughs> that was the single cam engine. <laughs> okay. It has two Zenith carburetors on okay. it. Okay. Okay. This has a single Solex 4A1 carburetor okay. on it. Okay. Is, are Solexes French? Uh, I think they are. I actually do not know. Why would you ever put a French carburetor, French anything on anything <laughs> except well, bread? I think it is strange that Italian carburetors, you know, like all Webers are Italian. Right. Which you'd think like Germans would have the market on carburetors. Like it's a very precision instrument. A yeah, carburetor. I think you just talk first to market. I mean, I guess with like performance was Weber. Yeah. You know, Zenith's, the Germans were interesting because they believed that whatever you were given, mm-hmm. that is the performance of this vehicle. Right. You will abide by the performance yes. of this vehicle. What, what, These Zenith carburetors, we've made them for this vehicle. There's no reason you would ever. Why have to would change you change? Anything. Why would you change? You know, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Okay? So um, Weber's okay. are, are are more tunable, as you know. Right. You know, your Zeniths are kind of a pain. Um, 
in theory, that's what everyone believes. But now that we have a guy and I have sources for parts, okay, like you can that, tune them. That's fine. But in general, yes. over the course of decades, correct. Zenith are a pain in the ass. However, they do work really, really well. Sure. When they are set up nice and yes. rebuilt and everything else. Yes. The, that when I had the two Zenus hooked up on the single cam engine that originally came in my white car, uh-huh. it was fantastic. Yeah. Drove really nice. Perfect. Until I realized that I wanted to blow my world up and put a twin cam engine in it. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So we go, I go to look at this car. Uh-huh. I walk up. Uh-huh. Doors are locked. No problem. I'll just wait for the guy to get here. Yes. Guy gets here. Do you have the keys? I do not have the keys. <laughs> wait, I, how does he? I find out that this car was owned by his dad. So this guy owns okay. the shop. This oh, car okay. was owned by his father. Okay. Okay. So as his father owned this car, apparently drove it to that spot. Uh-huh. It ran when parked. Right. As it does. As it always does. <laughs> and there Which, it sits. Why is that supposed to be a good thing? Ran when parked. You know what I mean? Think about it. Because very rarely is a car towed to a location and then gets sold from that same location. In the vast know, majority of a, a time, it is the car was always ran when parked because how to get there? Well, it was driven there and or towed there, towed. especially at a shop. It could be towed in. Yeah, I guess. It could be but left over from I, a it's customer. It's interesting, like ran when parked. It's supposed to be such a positive. I think you know what I mean? It's and almost it's, a joke. Right. At this point. Yeah, but everyone says it like okay. this guy said it as so a good thing, thing. Ran when parked. Yeah. Guy's like, I'll go get the key. Okay. From my mom who lives nearby. Perfect. Great. So me and Alex and Colin go have a burger. Yep. Come back. I went into the dungeon of of burger places. There's no cell phone service. So I walk oh, back right. out. The guy sends me a picture of like this bomb <laughs> of Mercedes keys. <laughs> and, and, he, and he just uh, he just says, yeah, I, I, there's none of these work. So he thinks that there was like a big bag of Mercedes keys that he got rid of at one point <laughs> or something. So there's OK. So was this a Mercedes shop? I don't know. Like, why does maybe he have more so many when, Mercedes keys. When his dad owned the shop, maybe. Okay. And I think now I think his dad has passed away. Yeah. And I think I don't really know. I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I don't think so. Uh it doesn't seem that way anymore. Okay. Just, so okay. So the idea of throwing a, a bag of Mercedes keys just seems very odd to me. Like yeah. you first of all, you have a bag full of Mercedes keys. Right. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Okay. I, have, so, I, I don't know. Continue the story. Okay. You don't so have the, a key. So now, now I, I come back. The guy's like, I don't have a key. Uh-huh. It's like, okay. I said, well, <laughs> and now I'm like, I, there's no key. That's kind of a pain. So is a there a title? title? Yeah. No, there's no title. Oh. Can you get a title? Yeah, my mom can get the title. Okay. So we can, we can get a title. Okay. But in my mind, all of a sudden, the car needs to be really cheap. Because, yeah. like, it is, it is, it has become a, <laughs> it has become a problem because there's no keys. Yeah. And you either need to basically you need to buy an ignition switch Mm -hmm. buy, or have a locksmith come and like make these. You can rake these. It's like kind of like an early. I was going to say you can get the car open. I get the car open. You can rake it. I've got a rake. Here's what my question is. A lot of so like Porsche, for instance, if you have the VIN, they still have record of what key went to that and they can cut you a new key based on it. Yes, you can do that with Mercedes. However, I need to have the title in my name before that can happen. Ah, yes, you do. And I'm way too impatient for that shit. Just, (laughs) I'm way too impatient. I need to get this thing open. I need you to. Can, okay, yeah. So pick the lock. I will. I've open. got a rake, and I've also I also bought like a break into a car kit from Amazon. Yeah, I have a whole break like into a car kit too. The little inflatable thing oh, yeah, with yeah, the little yeah. rods yep. and arms and yep. stuff. As the car is probably in my driveway right now, probably beep 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 right now. So when I go home, I'm going to be beep, trying beep, to get beep. the tow truck backing into my driveway. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, but you can't just use beep, beep, beep as a verb. Well, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so your car is beep, beep, beeping in your driveway. Yes. So And, and, I, and I'm going to rake the key yep, and see if I can get, get it in. open. So my point is then just hotwire it or basically like take the ignition I'll apart. Take the ignition apart. That way you can wait for the title to come to get the correct key and not have to disassemble everything. Correct. That's the and plan. And get it running while you wait for it. That's the plan. So okay. this car is, yes. it is carbureted. So okay. it should run. Okay. You know, you get into the CIS stuff, and if it sits too long, it can be an issue. So, right, because it's an S, it was carbureted. It was carbureted. So, which I like. If you remember, I got that 911 running. Yeah. But that car had also been drained of fuel. Ah. So yep. there so wasn't any fuel. There Granted, there was a nasty amount of fuel, and I think I can't tell you the truth. I, I can't believe it ran. <laughs> you know, I was pretty positive about getting it to run. There yeah. was a pretty good in reality, case to be made that it wouldn't yeah i figured it we could get it to like cough cough and like chug along or whatever yeah. but it runs great Un unbelievable really <laughs> um but the but the single carburetor that's on that 280s yeah come on that thing i should be able to take that thing apart oh yeah clean it up yep and and go from there the, the tank is really easy do to you, take do out you have the rebuild kit sitting on your bench right now no you ordered it right away no but i do have that weber conversion so if it doesn't run on the carburetor that's there you're just gonna bolt the other man i'll just bolt up. the other man fold up and, <laughs> and just be done with it and, and be down the road okay so that's that's kind of where it's at i just i just have a, a did you watch the reel that i posted with the mercedes race car yes yeah what was it what did you see you i don't, don't i don't remember it was a mercedes going you fast. don't even remember no so you didn't watch it is what you're saying i, you I literally you legitimately didn't probably watch probably a while i was on the toilet and then scrolled to the next thing so you didn't watch it how long was it probably 30 seconds you didn't watch it just tell me the <laughs> truth jake i i remember seeing it all right i'm pulling it up okay and then what because i want to ask you some questions oh god instagram okay. overcrest all right we're gonna pull this reel up uh-huh we're gonna share uh-huh in the meantime, I'm also going to go through a mental list of how this new project that you have is a really big project. So it's red with red wheels, first of all. But do you still have those Penta wheels? Yes. It'll bolt right up. Yes. Awesome. I don't new feel like, tires on it. I don't feel like playing this reel right now um, just because it wants me to log in and yeah, I don't that's remember fine. my password. We can get this to questions reel. in a minute. Okay. This re okay, you had questions. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, no, I was just going to mentally talk through why this is such a terrible idea that you're bringing this car home. Because and, <laughs> oh, and I didn't tell, tell you what me. the price was. I know that's what we're getting. I do at. know what the price was. How much was it? it? It was nothing. It was free. Yes, it cost me two hundred dollars to tow it to my house. Perfect. That's it. Yeah, there is no risk whatsoever. Right. None. You're right. There's yeah. None. There's only upside. The only the there's I just find it funny that you were looking for a daily driver and you somehow got a car in your driveway now that doesn't run yes <laughs> you doubt me i don't doubt you me. don't doubt me though do you? i don't doubt you because what no. do i do with shit boxes that i drag home you they fucking run yes they do they do i I'm will get it running saying, this is a terrible idea to buy another project on top of your other projects when you were trying to look for something that wasn't yeah, but a this is different this is like not a custom thing everything else is like put this custom thing and You're this right. other thing yeah. This is okay. just like this car so, just make this thing run. Talk me through it. It's a red. It's a re super faded red. Super faded red, but it's single stage. It will buff out. Sure. I'm going to go home uh -huh. from this podcast. Get out the buffer. Get out the buffer and do the trunk lid. Love it. Just to show you. I spit on my thumb and rubbed it a I little bit. That. And it gets shiny even from the the the, the spit from my thumb. Okay. <laughs> it's a spit shine. Spit shine. That, that, that's the real thing. I know. Yeah. Uh, rust? I None. Wow. It's really clean. There's like some uh, on the rockers, like some of the undercoating had peeled away a little bit. Okay. But you look underneath the car, 
But it's not like you have a rusty quarter no. panel or something. No, that's there's really no good. rust on the flares or anything. Okay. If it had rust, I wouldn't take it. Sure. You yeah. couldn't give me a rusty car for free. I just don't want oh, a really? rusty car. No, hmm. I don't want a rusty it would car. It depend on the car, for sure. Uh, uh, I guess, okay. but you couldn't give and me so one of I, these. Yeah, I was going to say, no, yeah. Wheels and tires are shot, it looked like. But Toast. you have those Pentas, have Pentas with new tires on with them. With Nokians on it. Love it. So that that'll the right on. That's done. Exterior will be looking fine. You're going to bolt up the new manifold. That should be okay. What else does this thing like transmissions you know, on auto? Yeah, it's a it's an automatic transmission. These things don't. What's need. the interior look like? It's you can't the tell. The interior is actually locked. quite nice. Okay, it doesn't look cracked. But the thing is, is that Mercedes Benz vinyl. Yeah, per is, MB Tex. MB Tex lasts forever. Yes, I know for ever <laughs> forever and for some i don't understand how does it not get crinkly you it's, know what i mean it's like if if you, it's obviously not leather or even vinyl i it don't know what it is just i like don't know plastic hard. i don't know what mb texas i don't know i don't know why it isn't used in every vehicle <laughs> ever made because it's always like in my but it's not supple it is like in my Mercedes, the 114, yeah. the seats were nice. They're like, I know. you could, they're yeah. squishy. They're, it's pliable. I don't know. <laughs> Probably cancerous. It's gotta be. be honest. If it's too good to be true, it'll, it's going to kill you. There's Big no question time. about that. But so the interior looked really nice. You okay. could tell there's glass all over the floor. So one of the doors is like pink. Yeah, I did. It's like shitty. That. And there's glass inside the car. So my guess is someone broke the glass to uh -huh. break in and the dad put a new door on it okay that's how much he cared about this thing he didn't just put like <laughs> seriously he didn't put a garbage bag over the window yeah okay he, he went to the junkyard got a door no, and he installed took one the door. of the other 57 old mercedes that were sitting next to it because he has a bag so. of keys yeah that's true okay well that'll be interesting and we'll have to obviously follow progress okay on so that. this this real yeah okay so the, what i showed you was uh an, an old 450 sl mm -hmm. which is a, a, a v8 okay Driving in the 79 uh, Safari, the, uh -huh. the Safari Rally. Yeah. And in this video is also a dub, W123. Okay. These are all same period of time, 70s, sure. early 80s. Okay. These cars won these rallies nearly stock and unmodified. Okay. Yeah. The white car that is in this, if you want to see it, you can go to the Overcrest yeah, Instagram okay. page. Go watch it right now. Pause this. Go look at it. There's a white 123 in there that has a, it's probably the, it's probably a 280. Mm -hmm. It was a lot, a lot, what they used a lot of the time, or they used a single cam one too, but usually a 280 had 22,000 rally miles on the car previous to even starting <laughs> this rally. Okay. Previous to even starting this rally. Yeah. These things are unbelievably overbuilt unbelievably so were they really expensive at the time they were expensive absolutely yeah. okay they were absolutely expensive yeah but you have to understand that a you look at the other cars that are competing in these rallies these alphas and 510s and these opals and all these other things they're full-blown fucking race cars oh yeah these things are like they have a well a roll cage welded in and they're lifted a little bit yeah that's it. They didn't do anything else. And these cars, if you look at this reel and you look at what these cars look like by the time they get to the finish line, oh yeah, they're destroyed. Yeah, they're destroyed. But they 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 won. That's cool. And I don't understand why you don't look. Maybe it's just because you don't know or you're yeah, uneducated ask, ask in this the question. Because I've thought of this. Why don't you see this heritage uh -huh. and see what Mercedes has accomplished? Like, look at the three hundred, like the three hundred SL, the Gullwing. Uh huh. 
that That's thing cool that was an incredible this w 116 is designed by the same dude why don't you put like why don't you see this heritage mm-hmm. and go yeah, that that's a cool car. That's got potential. That's neat. That's yeah, cool. you, I think you're right. I haven't been exposed to it. You have for three, five, however many years we've been doing this. I've been trying to <laughs> pound it into your head that these things are cool, but you won't accept it. It's like I'm trying to put a square block in a round hole, and the round hole is your smooth brain, and I can't get it in there. What is going on? And they are boxy cars, so it fits. It's, it does. <laughs> what I is just, your problem? I, what? Okay, sure. I appreciate they are very successful. They have hair. Heritage. They're really well built. I know it's just not my cup of tea, Chris. Why? You can't just say that. You have to justify it. This is a podcast. You need to explain yourself so that I can tell you you're wrong. Chris, do you know the heritage and how awesome and premier and premium sushi is? You are you are moving the goalpost. No, I'm not. Focus. Sushi. I'm this is an analogy. You love analogies. Focus. I'm answering your question with you're, an analogy. You're, you're answering my question by moving the goalpost because How you know I haven't tried sushi and I don't know yes. anything about sushi. Why, Knock not, why can't you appreciate sushi and how great it is? I have no opinion on sushi. I'm not saying I'm not interested in sushi. I'm just, I don't know. I will say I'm less. Um, you're moving the goalpost and avoiding the argument. Focus, Jake. <laughs> I'm trying. You know okay. I have trouble with this. Why no, is I'm not as like uh, viscerally opposed to Mercedes as I was five years ago. Okay, so that's something. <laughs> no, it's that's not an answer. That is not an answer. It just doesn't excite me. Why the performance is there? Mm-hmm. The pedigree is there. Mm-hmm. The look is there. No, nope. it's what it is. It's the look. I think you're right. What is it about the look that you don't like? You know what it is. I think it really comes down to just the chrome grill. The chrome grill. 100%. So black it out. Plasti dip it. It's just, I do not like that, and I don't like the hood ornament. Anything mm. with a hood ornament is not meant to be sporty. That, what? That is my statement. Give me a break. Anything Have with a ever... hood ornament is not meant to be sporty. So anything built between before 1960 fill in the blank is not? <laughs> Have you seen like old Alphas and the old Ferraris and like all these old cars? Sure, with... like pre-war. Anything post-war with a hood ornament is not sporty. There. <sighs> Jaguar. Perfect. Yep. Not sporty. Nope. Dude, come on. You've it's a luxury got- car that they made fast. Same with the Mercedes. It is a, it's not a luxury car that was made fast. It's a luxury car that is fast. Uh-huh. I still don't. What? No, I don't. Because I don't, that's a hood ornament. That's what we're boiling it down to. Uh, that is, uh, I think, really part of it. Yeah, I'm realizing that now. It's just it that encompasses the whole kind of perception for me of a Mercedes. Like it's I think a very hoity-toity of shit. I understand it's like a very like good, well-bit car, but it's it's a it's a luxury old man car, and I understand they did really well in racing and everything else. But I just it, let's, it let's do for a second for say. Uh-huh. I mean, the cars were owned by doctors and lawyers. Yeah, of sure. course. Okay. Yeah. Um, not grandpas like working doctors and lawyers. They were expensive. Yes. What does that have to do with anything? Other you are basing your I'm your wait you, stop. Uh, you are basing your opinion uh-huh. on what other people are going to think of you when they see you driving it. Rather that than is look how I buy all my cars. That is that is horrible. Not not all my cars. Not that is really, horrible, honestly, dude. But of course I do. Most people always think of the perception that is given by a car. Yeah, but that's, that's not why the primary I did not reason like driving that escort. Because you felt like what? What did? You, 
Jake. What? If it's fun uh-huh. and you have a good time yes. and it's part a good driving fun, experience. Part of the fun for me is the perception. That's the most materialistic and terrible thing I've ever heard. Sure. But I, a lot of people will base their car choices on what people think of that car. I think a lot of people do it subconsciously. Sure. And I'm just admitting it. And you're doing it consciously. That's the difference. Yes. I'm very introspective and self-aware. Thank how do, you. How do, <laughs> how do we get you to move beyond What do you want from me? Like, what do you actually want from me? I, I don't know. I guess I just, it's a completely foundational difference on what makes a car good. For you, if I don't look good in the car, I guess you could go back to Mike Burroughs saying, if what good is going fast if you don't look good doing it. I mean, that's, he, he says the same thing. However, I don't. Everyone, this factors in to everyone's perception of a car, period. Yes, but it is, it is about looking good in the car not what, or the car looking good, uh-huh. not the perception of what you think other people are going to perceive of you driving the car. That is the difference. A lot of people think that way, though. I, and I, I'm, I'm one of them, and I'll makes, admit that, it. That makes me extremely sad because it's super shallow. Well, it doesn't have to be like a super expensive sports car or something. I love this my, car's free. I, no, I, it's uh, free. These, yes. Are, yes. these are the cheapest. I would much rather be driving about- my C10 that is ratty. And like has patina and whatever than this thing, because I think the that Mercedes looks is closer to your actual lifestyle than that C10. Yes, sure. So you would rather lie to people about who you are, yeah, than be who you are. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> now that we've got that taken care of, we can on we can <laughs> we can move on. I I I guess. All right, let's do a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of news. Did you, you know wanna... what I'm disappointed by, Chris? What are you disappointed by? We don't have any voicemails this week. We didn't. We didn't have no voicemails. Not a I thought single for sure... one. I thought people liked us. I thought. At least me. I thought we were going to get some <laughs> voicemails on the Kippenberger thing because we did get a bunch of yeah. uh, Discord conversations and some DMs of, I can't stand that guy. Yep. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I know. And look, mm-hmm. I understand. You you caught me. I think, um, what? Not not rolling my eyes, but sometimes I forget that we also have video. Yeah, and I I, I certainly had reactions as I'm sure a lot of people listening had. And you said I didn't mask those very well. Uh, yeah, you got to be you got to be more considerate. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the, but the point is this: Kippenberger is a very controversial individual. Mm-hmm. He has controversial opinions. Mm-hmm. He has controversial products. He's a controversial person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's important to delve in, discuss, and explore these topics and these people. Otherwise, you know, it, it's a glimpse. Like, he is a glimpse into a lifestyle in the world that I would otherwise have no, uh, no porthole into at all. You know, yeah. I, I just have no concept of this, this ultra-wealthy world. And every time I talk to him, I feel like I'm getting some insight into it. Mm-hmm. And for better or for worse, just because... I'm interested in talking about these things. Doesn't mean I, I prescribe or uh, I don't know what the right word is or agree with everything that's said. I still right. think it's worthy of discussion in the same way that if I went to an art museum and there was some gobbledygook fucking painting on the wall uh-huh. that doesn't make any sense to me. Generally and there's four is. dudes standing in, almost always. There's four <laughs> dudes standing in front of him. 
yeah, I really like how the intersection of the reds and the blues, uh, they really invoke a sense of my childhood. And uh, and yes. I'm standing there going like, what is this Cubist shit? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and those guys, 100% are taking their thoughts and opinions on that painting and the uh-huh. fact that they can get it uh-huh. and painting you as the person that doesn't. Oh, yeah. So you are not in the group. Right. But I, I liked, I still like to like experience that and, and, and try to understand and get like a piece of it so I can make my point is we're going to have controversial people on the podcast sometimes. Sure. What I will say, put your big boy pants on. <laughs> Come on. You don't have to. Like, what do you always say? What's that? Serve the audience. Serve the audience. Yes. But so if it, the audience doesn't like it, if, I want to serve the audience. Something else. I do get a lot of DMs that are like, that dude's really interesting. Weird, but interesting. Okay. And I, I get other ones. Though. I'm sure you do. I'm, I'm probably because they saw you rolling your eyes. like <laughs> They're like, oh, I can relate with, I can relate with that guy. Uh, I can definitely relate with that guy. Anyway. Uh, we're going to have controversial people on from yeah, time to time. Yeah, I get that. Uh, and I think it keeps Let, things it fresh and interesting. It needs to make things interesting. Exactly. That's for, what it goes down to. For sure. All right. What have we got so for news? The whole point of oh, that. What? what? Yes. Was leave us a voicemail. Yes. 612-500-7345. Was memorized. I had well, that in my wasn't head. Wasn't you're reading it right here? I'm not. Oh, okay. It well, was actually in my head. Five hundred seven three four five. Yep. There you I go. I think I wish it was three four five six, but six one two five zero zero seven three four five. You got it. That's it. That's Give us a call. Good. Leave us a voicemail on any topic. Oh man, anything. And we may or may not play it. We may or may not play it, depending <laughs> on what your anything topic is. Also. Overcrest Drivers Club, you can support the show. That's right. It is as little as $5 a month. And what do you get? Anything you want. What? And by anything <laughs> you want. not right. I mean, you get, uh, you get to feel good about yourself, which is priceless. Uh-huh. It's truly a priceless thing. Yep. Uh, you can also get T-shirts. You can get uh, prints, depending on what level you sign up for. There's yep. a million different options. But you will and get. And by that, ex- I mean three. <laughs> yeah, a million options <laughs> of three. Uh, you get access to exclusive content. We have a whole back catalog yep. of early access to merch. Yep. We don't ever order a lot of merch. So it's, if it sells out and you're not a Drivers Club member, that's your own fault. You're right. You know, that's, that's so head over there, overcrestproductions.com slash Drivers Club. All right. Would you like to hear about some news, Chris? A little bit. A uh, little only bit, a little, little bit? bit yeah. How much, bit. how much bit? Like 20 minutes worth. Okay. Well, Tesla has run out of steering wheels. Back in 2021, Tesla announced that the Model S and Model X SUV would be fitted with the now infamous yoke steering wheel. Yeah, the airplane thing. It looks like an airplane from like a Cessna. Yeah, a yoke. Yeah, exactly. And initially, this was an option. But soon, the electric car maker decided that the yoke. What is the reason for this yoke? Do we know? Like, why did they put this on there? Why do they do anything? Because it's different Mm. and interesting and Lexus did it too. Lexus has a yoke on one of their new cars that's coming out. Really? Yeah, it has no drive shaft whatsoever or a steering, steering column. Steering yeah, column. Yeah, it's electric. Well, it has a steering column, but it doesn't have a, a shaft. They have a yoke instead. It's pretty crazy shit. I don't understand the, the mentality. What do you mean it doesn't have a steering it's, shaft? It's not connected to the right. steering. Okay, yeah. So there's no steering column connected to Correct. the actual. It's just yes, a servo electric, that. Yeah. Which is very strange. Very strange. Because very then terrifying. what happens if you like lose all power somehow? I don't know. I don't that know. That seems very unsafe. I, How did that HTSA allow that? I don't know. Regardless, they also allowed this yoke in the Tesla for some reason in place of a traditional steering wheel. Uh, Initially, it was just an option, but soon Tesla decided that the yoke would be mandatory. 
on all these vehicles. And what followed was the eventual realization that you actually shouldn't reinvent the wheel. Ah, was impractical and ridiculous to use day to day. There was apparently a ton of like videos online of people like trying to back their car into a spot or something. And you're like, how do I, when you're in a plane and you're holding a yoke, you do one quarter turn. Yep. That's all there is. Right. That's everything. That that is like, holy shit. I I should have looked into this more. We don't know, but it had, I know it had variable rate steering. So it may only have been, no, it was more than a quarter turn. Yeah, it was more than it was I watched people like hand turn. over hand. Yeah, it's it very sure. dumb. Regardless, um, so the yoke was impractical, impractical, ridiculous to use. Well, just two years after the yoke was introduced, Tesla added an option for new Model X and Y customers to spec their cars with a regular steering wheel. And this was soon followed by another wheel that could be retrofitted to any of the EVs that had been shipped with the dumb yoke feature. Yep. The $700 retrofit was first released last week. And as of today, it is completely sold out already because everyone realized this is the dumbest thing and they want a steering wheel. $700 is a lot of money for a steering wheel that you looks like a dolphin's head. It should have been like, a, oh, by the way, you know, we are going to go back and offer the steering wheel so you can, as a no cost option, you know, get this. Right. You would think that's what they would do. So I pull this up. Tesla claims that using one improves visibility. Never been a problem. Yeah, never, never been a problem here either. Visibility and, to what? It's the, below it's, the windshield. Uh, You're not the, looking through the steering wheel. The gauge cluster, which they don't really have. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. Lexus asserts that its steer-by-wire system is more responsive. Right. The, no. No More way. responsive than a physical connection? <laughs> I was, no, no, that's not possible. That is not, that is wow. not possible. So <laughs> I think the problem is, is that, Okay, what does this say? Rather than spin round and round the RZ, which is the Lexus, their yoke can be turned only 150 degrees in either direction. So it's half. You can, no, you can put it almost upside down. Almost up. If you, nobody's going to drive like no. that. No. Nobody's going to drive like that. It's still ridiculous. It's stupid. I think the thing is, is that we're still trying to, you still have manufacturers that are trying to find you, progress. Oh, you always have to innovate or at least differentiate. What it comes down to is differentiation, right? And, and progress. Because if you're not doing that, then you're making cars like a W116 that will run forever. <laughs> Mercedes learned pretty fast in the 80s. Why did we even stop? Like, continue, Chris. We could have stopped right there. What? With like a W116. Yeah, exactly. That should have been it. Seriously, other than safety. Okay, I understand yeah. like advancements in safety. But realistically, the Mercedes stuff that was built in the 80s, especially the 124 stuff, they, they're, there's it's, you go on YouTube and look this up. It's like, this taxi driver's got 1.6 million kilometers yeah. on his, and it's just, this thing just looks, it looks like a can that was like crushed and like pulled open again when and did, crushed and then pulled open again. When did they stop using the W123 numbering? I think they still use W stuff. Really? I think, yeah, I think they I want do. you Honestly, to provide a list of every single internal model code so I can just that read I've down driven. The, no, sure. That what, are you too. just going to quiz me? No, on I'm just curious. I want to read down the line and be like, okay, we got the W114. We got the W116. We got the 123. We got the 124. We got the and yeah. like, is it, does it go on? Like, well, it doesn't go on forever. I know, but it's just, it's kind of silly that there's a lot of different models That's that the, all sound it, the same. You got to keep in mind also, what? this is the internal chassis I know, designation. It's not what you would call it. So, I mean, you have E46. But we are like throwing it out e, there a what heck is, of a lot. What and is I E30, have no idea what all those E30, 
E46, E36, E52. Like, what do all these numbers have to do with each other? No, they don't. I know. Nothing. So it's just an internal 901, 911. It's because I'm not familiar. You're not familiar. It's just an internal chassis designation. Everything kind of makes sense uh, from like the name, the brand or the model plate point of view. Mm -hmm. It's a 280, it's a 2.8 liter. Sure. The 600 is a six liter V12. Yeah, just five liters, five liter V8. What's that? I said just don't. No, yeah, the, the modern, modern stuff's stuff. like wildly out of control. That happened in the in the early two like thousand. Five different SUV lines, yeah. like the G- Ever, it's all messed up. Everybody gave a, up. B, Audi C, gave up. D, e. Audi doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, like it, none of it makes sense anymore. But it used to be like you know four point was a four hundred injection. Yeah, I know. exactly. Okay. Anyways, Chris, do you know that there is a Mustang GT three? What? Yeah, like a so. The Mustang is set to enter the IMCA or IMSA Sports Car Championship in 2024, racing oh, no. in the GD GTD Pro Class. That means guess- it's going to be competing against cars like the Aston Martin Vantage, the Corvette, Mercedes AMG GT, and Porsche 911. Interesting. I wonder yes. if this has anything to do with their foray into Formula One, just like doing Ford different doing the motors. Ah, and it's obviously <clears throat> it's not going to be the same motor or anything like that. No, no, but no, they're I'm just, saying, but yeah, launching in a motorsport. I was just reiterating that Ford is providing motors. Or yeah, I'm just saying maybe they're trying to do more motorsport-oriented things. Yeah, I I really like the Mustang, as you know, and I think it's really cool that we get to see them in endurance racing. But what's even more cool, this thing looks really cool, is the idea that they may make a road version of this GT3 car. So on Tuesday, Ford CEO Jim Farley tweeted a video of the Mustang GT3 race car undergoing testing at Sebring. Hours later, he retweeted his own tweet asking if Ford should make a road version. Such a car could target the likes of the Porsche 911 GT3. And it may seem dumb or pedantic to make a road car based on a race car that was previously based on a road car, but there are (laughs) numerous changes that would make it extremely special and capable. So listen to this, Chris. GT3s in race spec feature a completely unique suspension architecture with unequal length double wishbones. That's all I get. That was the, that's all the sound we get, apparently. Okay. But, so... Wait. <laughs> uh, all right, well, whatever. Anyway, continue. Sorry. No, so, like, really advanced suspension, a complete carbon fiber body with different provisions for additional downforce and cooling capacity, and most notably, a rear-mounted transaxle for better weight distribution. Interesting. And they're going to sell this to the public. Well, the the question is, should they make a GT3 street version? Of course. And I'll be excited. Any only- competition in this arena, anything that can knock the 911 GT3 down a peg is fine. <laughs> <at me. laughs> Please. I think it'd be awesome. And I Please. like the Mustang in general. Um, so yeah, I'll be excited a- to watch you know, this car race in the coming year and to see if a street legal GT3 version actually makes it to production. We'll see. Speaking of Formula One, we previously reported that Porsche this, this intended is disappointing. to this enter is Formula really One alongside its sister brand Audi as part of the new engine regulations going into effect in 2026. Well, today Porsche announced that it has ended its formula formal evaluation for the program and will not join the Formula One grid. So while Audi decided to commit to building its own F1 engine and concluded a deal to buy into the Sauber team, Porsche talks with likes of Red Bull and McLaren collapsed because Porsche wanted to buy a significant stake or even a controlling stake in the teams themselves. And they're all like, no way. No, well, yeah. Red Bull, like they, I think they were really focusing on Red Bull a lot. Mm, yeah. Red Bull just built like their own engine, engine manufacturing facility. 
Yeah. They're not going to do this, which I still we've talked about it before. I still don't understand how a energy drink company has that much money to throw at Formula One. Well, it's three to four dollars a can. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Instead, uh, the manufacturer Porsche's focus is apparently going to remain on its existing motorsport programs, including a works Formula E entry <laughs> and a high profile return to the top class at Le Mans as part of the 963 hypercar project. That could be cool. Okay, in 2021, what do you think uh, Red Bull Formula One team generated uh, in terms of money? Generated? Yeah. What are their What are their race team and everything like uh, with winnings or actual yes. like yeah. volume of drinks sold? Uh, no, this is I'm talking about their Formula One team. Yeah. What did their Formula One team generate as a turnover in uh, 2021 for money? <laughs> Not as much as they spent. I don't know. It's astronomical. I know that. 238 million pounds. Is what they won. That's no, that's what they've earned. Like endorsement deals, everything else. 238 okay. million dollars. Okay, now what did they spend on the program? I don't know. Just, I don't know what they spent <laughs> well, on the program. That I, well, that's more. that's dictated by uh regulation now, what they actually spend. It's either way, it's ridiculous. All right, Chris, we've known for a while now. That this is that's per year. It's like unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's wow. incomprehensible. It's a lot of money. I just, I just, I keep like when you watch Drive Survive or anything, I keep just thinking, this is literally an energy drink company. It's not a, so it's, wild to me. That's not, it's not anymore. Though. I know it's okay. More the than company that. sold more than 7 billion cans in 2019, earning $6 billion. Wow. Sales of energy, energy drinks account for over 90% of the revenue. And that was in 2019. Wow. So $6 billion. And in today's dollars, that's $10 billion. And considering yeah. we've had so much inflation in the last however many years. Although I wonder if you need more or less Red Bull after COVID. Oh, that's a good question. It's 2019. Uh, anyways, let's move along to our next story. Yeah. So uh, you remember the EU or more specifically the European Commission's mandate of banning the sale of internal combustion engines starting in 2035. Yep, ban. No, you can't buy a new. Done. can't do it. Right. Well, it's no surprise that Germany's automotive industry has basically come together and been lobbying hard, convincing other countries in the EU that the East and the EC itself to allow the use of synthetic fuels. Probably because they see their entire business like going to shit. People aren't buying yeah. the cars. People are scared. The infrastructure is not there. Yep. I think they're starting to have a, they're getting a little gun shy. I think they're getting scared. I think they are. Yeah, well, whatever it is, Franz Timmerman, the head of the EC and the person overseeing the EU's climate policy as a whole, took to Twitter on Saturday to announce an agreement on the exemption that has been reached. Quote, we have found an agreement with Germany on the future use of e-fuels in cars. Now, an e-fuel, by the way, is any synthetic fuel which is carbon neutral, where the production process typically involves some form of carbon capturing technology. Right. Uh, which we had... We had a listener. He contacted me. He's like, yeah, I wrote my thesis paper on this. Yes. I, just, I don't. I, Have you reached lost, out to him? I lost the DM. What? I've lost it. How? If you're listening, please DM me again. Oh, my goodness. I want to talk to you about synthetic fuels. I think it's. Yes. I think it's, it could be incredible. Because I, I am super my, my question curious is, about it. Here's my question. And we maybe touched on this. If I'm being repetitive, I am sorry. But this kind of reminds me of ethanol, Right. It's it's renewable, comes out of the ground, right. blah, blah, blah. It's corn. Yeah. But the thing is, is, if you took the entire state of Minnesota, right. covered it in corn, converted all that corn to ethanol, it wouldn't be enough for the Twin Cities. 
for the Twin Cities? Wouldn't be enough. There's not enough. That's why wow. it's like most cars run like E10, E15. Right. You know, we also we have Iowa and all these other places that yeah. do ethanol. So it's just that's why actually maybe this was a while ago now. This yeah. was like five, six years ago when I did this math. It might be different now, but my point is how much carbon is there to be captured in the air? Well, here's yeah, I have a few questions on that as well. First of all, do you know Brazil, long before we used corn for ethanol, was using switchgrass, which is a different product that you can convert into ethanol? And I think it's much more efficient as far as like square acre. Yeah, but you don't fuel. you don't grow that in Iowa, so you don't have switchgrass lobbyists. True. That is exactly <laughs> what it comes down to. You're right. Um, as far as these e-fuels or synthetic fuels, first of all, I hate that they're calling e fuel it's like the iphone like they have to make it catchy right yeah. there's nothing environment e, fuel there's nothing electric about it yeah no. it's environmental um, fuel you're right that's probably what it comes to so my question is one no it probably doesn't need carb okay we have a ton of other carbon sources mm -hmm. in the earth as we know yes right yes so is the carbon <laughs> capturing from the atmosphere is this necessary for the production of the fuel yes no. because no no but here's the thing Instead of pulling it out of the ground, we're going to pull putting it, it the into air. the air. Yes. If now you, we're going to pull it out of the air, air to put it back in the air. air and then pull it out of the air again. So if you, if you see I it that way. I understand it's a cycle. Yeah. It's a zero, zero sum game is what they want. Correct. That's what they want. But my question is. <laughs> what about the production? Like, I'm sure that takes. Well, maybe they use the carbon that they capture as the energy. Because I know that these things are completely net. It's supposed to be completely net neutral as yes. far as carbon footprint. Exactly. Yes, I understand. So I'm that. sure that the, whatever they capture, they use. I don't know how this works. Please contact yeah. me. How Mr. do you make PhD. the fuel? And also, most importantly, how do you capture carbon from the atmosphere? I'm just, I you imagine. Have any idea? Here's what. Like a giant vacuum is just. No, I, I imagine like, for some reason, this is ridiculous. I imagine like a little kid with like a butterfly net. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, Whoo, carbon. Got some. <laughs> <laughs> how do you capture it? And what is the actual process? It of is probably it the same type of technology that they use when they're scrubbing carbon dioxide from uh like the space shuttle and things like that because you breathe out carbon dioxide and i know from apollo 11 the movie all you need is what duct tape and some cellophane yeah. and i don't forget they, they did it there yeah and that's i mean that's a scrubber system yeah i'm guessing that's what they use to capture sure. it but i don't know some chemical process it's you know human Very beings strange. are incredible it's what we're able to do so should should just, these just capturing imagine. plants be like in the middle of cities where there is a lot of carbon produced like, Why not have like a carbon capture thing on my own roof so I can generate? This has to be highly inefficient as far as the be. process. It has you know to what be. I mean? At least right now. At least right now, there can't be that much carbon in the air. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Mr. Um, PhD, please. Yes. Please. Get back to us. Me. We have no idea what I we're talking about. I may have to post about. on Instagram about this too. You should do that. Okay. All right. What, one uh, more. Anyways, you, one more. You pick. Oh, we're done with that story. Yeah, yeah I guess we are. Uh, let's see. Are, do you care about Schumacher's old F1 car is going to auction? No. Okay. Uh, the Camaro is done. Yeah. saw that. Basically the story. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Let's talk about this thing. Dodge just revealed the 2023 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon 170. So this is the seventh I really and think final special edition. This is the last call. It's the last call for the last call because we know they had yes. like 750 different editions. This is the end of the gas-powered muscle car. It will be put to rest this after this. This was a lost opportunity for a much better name. Well, let me explain the name to you, but I agree. So the last of the demons goes on sale this summer with a devilish price 
of $96,666. The 170 is rated at 1,025 horsepower on E85. Unreal. And 900 horsepower on regular old premium gas. That's all that they could get extra was 125 horsepower from E85. Yeah, but it's a flex fuel vehicle. It's not dedicated to E85. I suppose that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, So the injectors have to be able to operate in both environments. The Demon's 170 name is a nod to the 170 so what proof is rating of E85. Yeah. Okay. It's still a stupid name. Yeah. Uh, so what would this thing be able to do if you just ran only 85 and had E85 injectors in it that I flowed? Mean, I mean, what is, what is it capable of then? I don't know. They they said they had to completely redo this motor because it kept... They, they tried just running basically the stock Demon motor on E85, yep. which I don't know if you can or not, but they tried 100 or E85 and it kept blowing up because it made so much torque. Just shit canning. Yeah. So around. I don't know. I think they've. What a fun job that would be. Yeah. Just blowing up wow. Hellcat motor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, next. Let's throw out another one. Uh, let's see. Dodge said the zero to 60 time is 1.6 seconds and will punish the driver with a full, full two G's. Of acceleration. Well, that makes the dollar on the dash thing a pretty uh, pretty good bet. If you put $100. You never seen this? No. So you like if you've got a fast car, uh-huh. you say you put like a $100 bill on the dash, uh-huh. and you have the person sit in the seat, uh-huh. and you go, during this quarter mile run, if you can grab oh. the $100, you can have it. Oh, I like that. And there's cars that are fast enough that you can't. You can't. <laughs> you're I've just never like seen just that. getting your ass kicked so hard. Yeah. It rips through the quarter mile in an NHRA certified eight 0.91 seconds and traps at 151. How is this legal? The 170 is the fastest accelerating and quickest production car ever sold. How does the the uh, National Highway Transportation, whatever. Yeah. How do they, how? How when they crash test this thing, do they go, yeah, it's it's fine up to about uh, 35 miles an hour. Right, yep. And they go, oh, well, I can do that in what, 0.002 seconds? <laughs> Man, I just I kudos to uh, whatever branch of government it is that is allowing that this allows this is to happen because this thing it would, could not be sold in Europe. No, Europe has already given itself up to be in just yeah. a pansy government run state. So I at was, least here we've still got some cojones. So I was trying to remember the previous demon and like what the specs were on this and how it compares. So yep. the previous Dodge Demon had 840 horsepower. And ran the quarter mile in 9.65 seconds, which prompted the infamous NHRA ban that they then turned into an advertisement. So basically, anything under 10 seconds required a full cage. Yep. So they tested this car, and NHRA basically stated this letter sent to Dodge saying, this cannot be legally run at the track unless the user puts in a cage. Yeah. We will not allow it. Right. And so they they published that in magazines, just the letter. Yeah. It was so it, cool. It reminds me of somebody else publishing stuff like that. The uh, the the rocket fuel thing, <laughs> where the cars all crash. Oh and yeah, like, and he's like, behold. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to the new Demon 170, the NHRA already published a violation letter, as the sub nine second quarter requires not only a cage but also a parachute. Is that an option? Can you? Is it like a factory option? Yes, it is. To drop weight, there's no front passenger seat, no rear seat, no trunk carpeting, no sound insulation, no trunk light, and the radio. 
only has two speakers. Well, that's more than most of the cars I get for free have. <laughs> <laughs> True, but you're not spending well, there's ones I get $100,000 made out on like it. red solo cups. They're just yeah. the worst. So in addition to options that includes, you know, the full interior, you can back, get back. Parachute, roll cage. Um, yeah, other yeah. items include a full, fully carbon fiber wheels, which drops 16 pounds per corner. The aforementioned parachute and roll cage. And you can even get a factory installed CO2 bottle for the charge cooler. Jake, <laughs> this is insane. I'm glad. I mean, it's it, so amazing. So we talked to uh, uh, what's his face, you know, a couple of weeks ago about uh, Richard Rawlings. Yeah. Which uh, whether muscle is dead or not. And he, you know, he kind of like waxed on poetic about how right, muscle a- is all about rebellion and everything else. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I really <laughs> feel like muscle is I feel like muscle is theater. A lot. Yes, you're right. It's theater. It's it's imparting power and uh, and flair on others. Muscle is mm-hmm. in a rebellious way. They're loud. Mm-hmm. They're obnoxious. They're fast. In a way, they break you could rules. say the driver cares about what other people think of the car. Uh, I think it's more of a byproduct of what it like. There was you would go street racing. What I'm, I, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm trying okay. to ignore you because it's. It, <laughs> Honestly, it makes you look really materialistic and bad. I, I absolutely hate it. Um, I'm just acknowledging what most people also put into a decision around buying and send emails to Jake at overcrestproductions.com. Yes, I understand it's not ideal, but we're not driving around in like whatever econo box gray beige thing if we didn't care about what we drive. Of course we care about what we drive. The difference is you're saying you care more about whatever other people I didn't think say about what more. you drive. I do not care more about what other people think. Then why? Because I would have a new 911 rather than an old 1970 air cooled if I thought that. No, I think that there's, well, that gets into a whole can of worms of new versus old and and perception of it. I think people like seeing the old stuff more. Okay, but I I do have that because I I like driving that. There's such a character to it that obviously you can't perceive just by looking at it, right? Mm -hmm. So no, why do you like the deeper and more than that? Why do you like saying you have to acknowledge that part of a decision of what car you have is the perception of the car by other people by definition yes yeah but it's not like top five for me i just buy something i think will be fun yeah, but you also are very prideful and proud to not give a crap about what other people think yeah like that is part of your personality trait for sure yes for but sure for most people Part uh, we're gonna of have to put what, that out there. We're gonna have to put it out there for a poll. I, 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 I want to see. I realize it very makes me scientific sound very poll. materialistic, but I'm just acknowledging it so that you can also understand, right? Like you have to acknowledge that yes, a lot of people buy cars for the perception of the car. Mm-hmm. Why do? Why does Lamborghini exist? This, this why does the, Lamborghini exist as a brand? This coming from that the guy is the who most like showy car that's only existing. Like, what is it to be a baller? Right? That whole concept. Is you're it's trying the, to show off no, so the, other the whole people. Mercedes concept is the is the best or nothing. That's what their marketing term is. Well, an older Mercedes like that is is not my perception of that, nor is it most it people's. Was, when it was new, it was. Okay. And you have to take things in the context of when they're new. Otherwise, you might as well just all, uh, buy new cars. I don't cars. remember how this came from the Mercedes conversation. What's that? Just like that part of a car's why you pick a car is based on the perception to other people. Because you said that. Right. But how is that in relation to Mercedes? Because <laughs> you don't want to be seen as an old man. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be okay. seen as a guy in a Mercedes. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. The question is, why do you in- 
Why do you like the driven to death car? Um, and it's not the livery. I will say that first of all, mm -hmm. it's that car is so unique in the fact with the, if it didn't have the side draft carbs on it and a manual trans, I wouldn't like it. I think I wanted to bring that up because I think that's the main, your main gripe. What? Almost every Mercedes comes with an automatic transmission. That is a large part of it. I yeah. think if it was. And it's fine if it's not, if you're not trying to be a sports car or. Yeah, that's maybe that's what I dislike is you keep harping on the fact that these cars have such a pedigree of racing and motorsport, right? Mm -hmm. I bet every single one of those cars was not an automatic and was not built as a luxury car. Newsflash. The car that won the 79 African rally was an automatic. That's surprising to me. Yeah. I don't like they it. Shift it man. They shifted it, Matt. There was three cars. One of them was a four-speed. One of them was an automatic, and they shifted it manually. Yeah. They did Very it. Very strange. Yeah. It fucking doesn't break. That's what, that's what it really comes down to, I think, for Mercedes, is this thing cannot break ever. <laughs> or at least it used to. And I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what's most valuable to me. Okay. Anywhere. Anyways. Jake, do you like yes. uh, the Dakar? I do like the, rally. the Dakar. Yes, we have. I did a whole history episode on where the Dakar came yes, from. We've, and we've talked origin. about it many times. Yes. Next week, I have Skylar Howes coming on. Okay. He races for Husqvarna. Is that how you say Husqvarna? Or you say Husky. Husky right. But it's Husqvarna. 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 Yes. Maybe he'll be able to correct us on that. We have him coming on next week. And uh, I'm always looking for stories of perseverance and, and overcoming. And I think anybody... You know, you can look at any of these guys, and they're all and you're like, like wow, kings you're of that. badass. Kings right. of that. Yes. So we have him coming on next week to talk about his journey to uh, being able to, from privateer to professional That's racing in awesome. the car. I look forward to, to that. To on that note, we will see you guys next week. Take care.